Me and my wonderful girlfriend, Yutta, say hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> have been living together for almost a year now. And whilst that's been, we actually met during the COVID pandemic and we, we talk about everything. We're open, we can have great dialogues about things. But the one thing we found it really difficult to talk about was COVID and the COVID vaccine. Whenever we spoke about it, it would it would kind of descend into negativity. We would both just be kind of arguing our own point of view and not really trying to understand the other point of view. And this has been going on for months and months and really we just tried to avoid it, didn't we? Yes, we did. And today, I don't really know why, but something changed. We started talking about it again and then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to listen to you and I'm just going to repeat what you're saying back to me and I'm going to make sure that I understand your point of view. I'm not trying to push my agenda at all. I'm not going to tell you my point of view. The first thing I want to do is just stand there, listen to you 100% and then repeat back to you what you said to me in my own words to ensure that number one, I understand what you said and number two, you you understand that I understand what you said and then number three, uh, it then we, we can kind of agree on something and we can start taking this forward and have a conscious dialogue rather than just be like shouting and screaming and like saying, well, I think this and no, well, you're wrong because you didn't think about this. And what about this point of view? So we started that conversation and then we decided to go on a walk. And we were talking about it and lots of, lots of different things. And we, we had such a great conversation that we thought, you know what? You actually said, Yutta, that we should... Gosh, I wish we were recording this. So I took my phone out and started recording what we were talking about. And that is obviously what you're going to listen to now. So you join us kind of halfway through the conversation. Um, and yeah, we're just going to continue our conscious dialogue about the COVID vaccine. And we hope this can be an example of what conscious dialogue can be and how beneficial talking about things in a rational, calm way um, can actually lead lead to progress. Do you have anything you want to add, Jutta? If you want to join the dialogue, um, please contact us. Yes, please do. On Instagram, email, what else? Uh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah all the you things. Can, yeah. At the Adam Murphy on Instagram. Uh, Jutta Official. Is it not Jutta Reinke Official? Oh yeah, it's Jutta Reinke Official. Yeah, so Jutta, J-U-T-T-A, underscore Reinke, R-E-I-N-K-E, underscore official. That's the Instagram tag. You will find everything about her there. One thing Jutta wanted uh, me to tell you is... There's a reason for my accent. I'm German. Yes, so (laughs) she speaks in a wonderful accent i think and has her own wonderful unique way of speaking which i adore and i hope dear listener you will as well so here comes the talk enjoy enjoy so you were saying that it would be okay to have a vaccine because there's old people who are at risk and the only way and i said the only way we can help people through medicine is with a vaccine and you said but we but then giving this vaccine to the people who aren't at risk 
we're now giving them something which could be potentially dangerous because we don't know the long-term side effects. Um, and if they got COVID, they would probably be fine anyway because it doesn't actually kill that many people. And really, the, high, the most risk people would have the vaccine, but the people not as at risk, they can just be free because if they get COVID, they'll be fine. And we're giving them a vaccine which we don't know the long-term side effects. So if they don't have it, they'll be fine. And if they do get it, they might be damaged. Is that right? That's right. You can hold it. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, now, people would now maybe argument saying, yeah, but then you can, you have, you have Corona and then you bring it to your friends, friends, and they get spread it all over the world. You know, this domino effect of spreading the virus. Yeah. So you will become, still be a risk. But if we give people a vaccine, uh, who, like you said, are risk people, um, then they don't have a damage from it, right? Or am I, or don't I, do I see everything or do I miss something? What do you think? So, I mean, neither of us watch the news, so we're not 100% sure, but maybe that wouldn't be the best um, solution. But from, so yeah, I don't, to be honest, my answer is I don't know. I feel like I've heard before in the past that if I have COVID, I can still pass it to someone who's had the vaccine. But I thought the point of the vaccine was so that they, they are defended against it. So even if I had COVID and went and saw my granny, who's been double vaccinated, wouldn't, should I be a threat to her then? Like, what's the problem then? Uh... Yeah, I actually don't know. I feel like from our... We would hope that the people who are vaccinated are safe and defended against the virus so that even if they came into contact with people like us who maybe have the virus, they should still be fine because surely that's the, that's the point of the vaccine, right? Yeah, I mean, this is the case for all, all the other uh, vaccines we got. Like, for example, um, getting a vaccine against... Uh, some virus which are in, in South America. And if you travel to South America, you get the vaccine against this one, mm -hmm. malaria or something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, even there, you don't need a vaccine that for the whole world, but it's just important for a certain kind of people. So yeah. Mm. Shall we, because we just record now in the middle of our conversation. Yeah. Shall we um, pick up all the other information we shared so far? Oh yeah, okay. Because Adam, you were quite neutral and open for the vaccine. Mm -hmm. um, at least for your own body. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want to have the vaccine because I have a healthy body, I have a healthy lifestyle, I feel healthy. And for me, the vaccine don't give me any value. And probably it gives me a risk um, because we don't know the long term. Mm -hmm. And the question was from you, but do you think we need a vaccine? Um, what would be the alternative? Mm -hmm. Because we have Corona and Corona is a threat for a certain kind of people. And I said, well, it's a shame, but yes, right now we need a vaccine. 
but in my belief um we if we um if we would understand illnesses like why do we have an illness has an illness a meaning or is it just like randomly happening and we just have to surrender um so if we really truly are willing to understand sicknesses we will come probably to the point and at least i came to the point that all the thicknesses also corona is not a threat if you have a healthy lifestyle because in my opinion and it's just now me i don't talk for adam um a sickness is causing when you don't live your life your you don't following your heart i know it sounds cheesy but it's true um if you don't have a healthy life so you eat bad you you drinking all the day you're smoking you don't have you don't you're not sleeping enough um you don't deal with your emotions like all the pain emotions you're suppressing all your emotions then the chance is quite high that you get sick because the sickness wants to show you hey girl look at your pain points calm down i mean become a patient patient comes from the word be patient so uh, become quieter take a step back lie in bed and reflect your life um so this is how i understand sicknesses so that's why i'm not afraid of become sick because i know oh this illness just wants to show me that i took a wrong way is it i mean i i tell the story now every time in my head so is it clear what i just wanted to say adam so yes <clears throat> so i'm definitely more of okay let me summarize so you're saying that sicknesses aren't really a problem because they're showing us something and they're showing us maybe that we're living our life incorrectly if we're, if we're smoking drinking doing doing lots of like negative things to our body if we stop doing that and live in a more positive more aligned with ourselves way then less sicknesses would occur and we and we'd be fine or it, or if we did get an illness for example covid and we were fit and healthy then we'd be able to tackle it and it wouldn't be a problem is that what you're saying uh, yes or no so i think um smoking and drinking having a Ill, um a bad lifestyle isn't the main reason i think the main reason why people get sick and i can talk about my own life is um we like the sickness is pressing us into the situation that we deal with old pain like old pain of our childhood um can i can i interrupt yes i feel like we're getting a bit off topic here i feel like you're talking about sickness in general and the meaning and, and all of this and we're getting we're getting a bit a bit woo woo to be honest i know i know you probably won't like that but I feel like before we were just talking about the vaccine and what's going on and we hadn't we hadn't really touched on this topic yet and I didn't feel like we needed to necessarily to touch on this topic. I feel like we we've gone a bit we've gone a bit to the side and I feel like you just I mean you've told we've spoken about this before 
privately, and I've heard you say this many times, but I, 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 I don't feel it's that helpful. I don't think people hear this and go, oh, okay, well, that's fine then. Mm. Oh, okay, that's great. Now, oh, yeah, all, my aunt and uncle who died or all these millions of people who've died, oh, great, like that, that was the problem. That was the solution. I don't, think, right. it's, I don't think it's helpful. No, I, I see why you say that, and thank you. Uh, you're right. The reason why I mentioned it is was because I was imagining that people are listening to it. It's like, yeah, okay, so you are not 100% for the vaccine, but what's the alternative? Okay. And I would say the alternative is giving more education how to have a healthy life and to prevent um, uh, um, the next pandemic. How prevent for a next pandemic? Because Corona is coming every year now. So what can we do instead of just the vaccine? So that's why I mentioned it. Okay, so what so what can we do? We spoke yeah, what can we do? What would be some alternatives? Um learning that a sickness is not something which just wants to damage you, but sickness is something which wants to teach you that you are living a life which is maybe not in line with you. <laughs> so uh, learning how to have a healthy life, um, make your immune system through that more stronger. And then we probably in the future, ideally, we don't need a vaccine at all because we have all such a strong immune system that, a vac that, that Corona wouldn't bother us anymore. Mm -hmm. Was it here? Okay, so what you're saying is Corona's here, it can da it's damaging some people and if we took the time and it's actually, there's a gift here in that we can take a step back and reflect on why why has this happened like are we doing something wrong in the world is there like what's the reason for this does this randomly happen or did this happen because of uh things that we as a society globally are doing uh incorrectly for example uh i watched this documentary see we watched it see spiracy the other week uh, about fishing and they said that because of overfishing more people in africa are can't eat as much fish so therefore they're eating things like uh, monkeys and through eating monkeys i think uh that's how ebola happened and then the the ebola virus pandemic which killed people could the same thing be happening with with covid um and maybe we can we can find these problems and take a step back and say okay this is this is the time for us to solve them but if we don't do that and we just dive into the vaccine and say the vaccine is the solution to everything and then we just go back to everything we do, that we were doing wrong before then this problem is just going to continue and continue mm, great <laughs> thank you so and some solutions to that could be so so how can we prevent things like this happening in future well maybe um Instead of everyone saying the vaccine is the solution for everything, fear not, just take the vaccine and all your problems will be gone. What we could be saying is, yes, there is the vaccine here for people who really, really need it. For example, smokers who or people at a higher risk of respiratory illness and if people want it in general. But also, perhaps we could be saying but we also want to promote edu we want we want to promote exercise. We want to say everyone needs to be doing 
or should be aiming for 10,000 steps a day and should be doing at least three kind of workout sport things per week. Or maybe they should be should be meditating. Learning to deal with emotions. And your Yuta's favorite, <laughs> learning to deal with emotions. Feeling your emotions rather than suppressing them. And through things like this, it will actually make us stronger. And therefore, if something comes along in the future, we'll just be like, oh, it's just another cold. You know, it's just another flu. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I get the flu. Maybe I do feel a bit ill for a few days, but then boom, I'm fine. Yeah, and especially... Is that what you were saying? Yes. And I want to uh, add the information that um, we are in a life right now where we are so fast with everything. I mean... <laughs> I think everyone who's listening to this podcast can say, yes, sometimes I'm in stress. So we, this, this, this habit of, oh, I'm in stress. And if you are saying, oh, I don't do anything today, people are looking weird at you like, what? You don't have any appointment? What a loser. You need to have three appointments a day. So my point is, we are very fast in everything. We have a very fast life. Um, but I think we also need the opposite of it. Like the break, we need, that's why we sleep every night. We need a break, we need a rest. But the, we are out of balance. We weren't out of balance the last years. Like we are much more fast, 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 go, 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 active, active, active. But we forgot to be passive and come down and rest. And having the flu, like last year, oh, what was it, two years ago I had a flu. Um... I needed to go to bed, which was great, because otherwise I wouldn't take a break from my uh, work. So I had time to calm down, to, to watch movies I always wanted to watch, to reflect my life. So for that, um, the bedtime really helped me. So yeah, this is for me another uh, point of seeing illness as an uh, advantage. Even if I, of course, hoping that we, the comic, also that's not so weit kommt. That it's it doesn't, not... it doesn't come that far. Yes, yes. So my ideal word would be that we all know about that, that we know that we take, that we need to take rest. So we take it, like we choose for taking a break. And then we are living in line with ourselves, with our body, with our mind. And yeah, then we don't get sick. That's, that's my ideal world. Okay, so I think what you said there is you want to, you're promoting the, the benefits of being ill. Is that right? And saying that you can see it in a positive way. Yes, but I'm not saying, oh, please, let's get ill all the time. No, I know. Yes. So that's not what I want to say. No, but that point there was just about saying you can see illnesses in a good way. It can be telling you something. Maybe it means you should be taking a break. Yeah, it's not only bad. That's my point. But it's bad, but it's not only bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, again, I think, that, I think that's useful. But again, I think we, we've potentially veered off talk about the talking about the vaccine. Mm. Um, because this is, all, this is all well and nice, but... People are dying. Um, it, it is it can be life-threatening to get illnesses. And yeah, okay, maybe you can sit and watch uh, some movies. But if you're on a ventilator and you're fighting for your life, uh, or people have died from COVID yeah. listening to this, then that's not really uh, very helpful to them to say, oh, it's time to take a break. Like, they've obviously gone 
maybe they've gone too far or maybe through no fault of their own you know they're just old and or or something else and now now they're dead yeah i agree with you um this is definitely not a short-term solution for people who are a risk person mm. But there were also people who got glasses. Yes. glasses. glasses. <laughs> Good. Okay, we got interrupted there by a wonderful Greek man on the road uh, <laughs> who we said hello to. But carrying on. So, yeah. Um, so, you mentioned, of course, people who are like risk people and who really will die from Corona if they get it. Yes. So, of course, for them, uh, giving education that actually Corona just want to show you something <laughs> is not a solution. I see that. Uh -huh. So for them, of course, uh, the vaccine for the short term is a solution and is good to have. Um, but my point is like, how can we solve this for long term? And for that, it's helpful to understand sicknesses and to learn how to prevent yourself um, for being for, for getting sick, for becoming sick, uh, to prevent yourself from getting sick. That's English. English. Um, Is it? Do you know? know what, do you get what I mean? So yes, yes, I agree with you, and I agree with the point that okay, we need a vaccine now. There's people who need it. We are unsure whether everyone needs it. Um, though to be honest, it, this isn't driven by science or anything. But we're just, we just, maybe, maybe we should look this up, really. But we're unsure if everyone needs it. We we actually don't know the percentage of people who need the vaccine in order for everyone to be safe, because that's something we would want to know, right? Or I guess your point is, if you're not at risk, you you don't need it because you'll you'll be fine anyway. And if you don't have the vaccine. Like, I think this is a big if, though. Like, if, like, I'm 26 and I don't have the vaccine and I visit my grandma and she has the vaccine, is that okay? Like, or, or am I actually being irresponsible? Or, well, maybe that's a bit of a loaded word, but am I risking other humans' lives by doing that? Um, and I feel like we actually, we don't have the answer to that, do we? Uh, no. And also the other if is... Do you rescue life? No. Do you do you um, threat life if you, for example, get the vaccine? Because we don't know the long-term effects, and there are people who are saying, "Well, you can't get pregnant, or you damage your baby." Blah blah blah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying this is right. I just heard it, so may I will be open for every meaning, uh, opinion. Um. So maybe. It's Wait. Can I? Can I just jump in there? I mean, that's the first time you've ever mentioned actual damage that people have said i my baby has been damaged because of covid or something I, can you just confirm are you saying that people have said this or are you saying there's a potential because of we don't know the long-term consequences that if women take it that there could be though you haven't seen anywhere online that maybe their babies would be damaged is that what you're saying or are you act or are you saying no i've seen people have said that this is a problem Okay, yes, first of all, thank you for, <laughs> tr yeah, to ask again, because I know sometimes what I'm saying comes very ugh, aggressive over, and I didn't mean it like saying, um, no, I know someone that happened here, or I heard someone who, who said it. 
I just um, I think I heard it from people who also heard it. So yeah. the exactly the the the, the um, value of this information is not uh, it's not valuable. The information is not valuable. But I just want to be open for all the perspective because there are people in the out of the world who are scared about the vaccine because of that possibility reason. And oh. yeah, like a reason that's just like it's a, it's a possibility in the same way that if you get the vaccine, uh, I don't know, maybe you'll get you'll get a brain hemorrhage or or your your left arm will stop working. Like the, the, everything is possible. Yes. But we we don't we're not you're not saying that you know there's a certain percentage of people or or that this is even regularly happening or, or anything. This is just something you've heard from someone who heard it from someone. Like I just want to stress that that this isn't something you're saying you think is happening at all. No, no, no it's no. just might happen, yes. and we don't know because we don't know the long term consequences because it was only uh, research for a year in comparison to ten years for other vaccines. And I think he is actually also the key. Um, for me information from this podcast episode that there are so many ifs and so many maybes and so many possibilities what could happen um i think here everyone has to take uh self-responsibility and choose for him or herself um what's right or was it wrong and sorry, I got distracted by a car crossing by. But <laughs> this is my point, actually. So I'm I'm not um, or I'm reacting a bit critical about the whole promoting the vaccine because it's so one direction, just one solution, the vaccine for everyone. You don't have a choice; you have to take it. And then I become like allergic and like, oh, don't say I have to. I want to take my own choice. I want to follow my gut feeling. I want to hear more opinions. And that would be actually, um, yeah, my, my, my solution at that, in that moment and right now. Like everyone should choose for him or herself. What do you think about that? Uh, okay. Hmm. There's a few things there. So one of the things is, again, I want to summarize to make sure I understood, is, And I want to add something as well. So there's this big list of, of maybes, of maybe this could happen, maybe that could happen, maybe this could happen. I actually, I think there's a, there's a the way you speak about it is it, it's, it comes across as if these maybes are like really high percentages. Like, like, okay, maybe there is a risk that if the women take it, they can't get pregnant because of the vaccine. That's one you've talked to me about before. But, like, I guess we don't know the percentage, but it comes across as if it's like, well, maybe this could happen, and, it, and like, oh, and there's an 80% chance that it could happen, or there's a 90% chance that it could happen. 
But maybe there's a 0.0001% can chance it could happen. Or maybe it won't happen and maybe everyone will be fine. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Ah, that's annoying. There is a, a chainsaw on in the background. Let's go this way. Um... Or like people who've had uh, something in the past, I've heard some, maybe it's the swine flu vaccine, people get narcolepsy from it, which is where you like randomly fall asleep. Um, I've heard of that. And a certain percentage of people would get that. I feel that these are likely to be small. I remember when I asked my parents about this, saying like, well, you're not worried about the vaccine. They were like, no, no, it's fine. Like, it's just the cold and flu vaccine, but they've changed it a tiny, tiny bit. And we've used the cold and flu vaccine for years and it's absolutely fine. And millions of people get it every year and, and that isn't a problem. But uh, I'm actually reading this book at the moment, The Black Swan by Nassim Taleb. And in it, he talks about these big unexpected events that we can't predict. So I'm actually, I've noticed, as I'm saying, this sitting on the side more of Maybe these things will happen and there's a small percentage chance that they will happen. But I feel like you're sitting on the side of maybe these things will happen and maybe there's actually a really big chance that they happen. So, for example, maybe women who take this vaccine won't be able to get children. Maybe. And what if 80% of the women who get vaccinated can't have children? There's no way we can know that. Is, is that you're kind of, that's the side you're sitting on, am I right? Yes, um, and um, the thing is, I'm not. I can't be um, that calm than you right now, because the argument of oh yeah, it's actually a vaccine we already had since year. We just changed a little bit, uh-huh. because for me, I see the body as a Schweizer Uhrenberg. <laughs> Do you know Schweizer <laughs> Uhrenberg? Oh, as like the tip of the iceberg. No, you have like all the little. Uh, uh, circles and they work into each other they grab into each other like if you uh, oh, keep talking. Pause? Yeah, it's fine. it takes a long to explain okay i need an english word for it i have to google it i know oh okay okay so we just googled so schweizer orenberg means swiss <laughs> clock um and the point being that she's you're saying that the body is one cog in a big machine. So when you twist one of the cogs, like in a watch, all the other cogs will turn and turn. Yeah, they will and be so, influenced. Yeah, and so by... And the body, like I I don't see the body as one cog. I see the body as a lot of many cogs and we don't know... Cogs. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that as well. <laughs> <laughs> the body is many, many cogs. What's it? Help me out. Cog. Cog. C- cogs. Okay, cogs. <laughs> so the body have many cogs. cogs. And, <laughs> and if you change just a little bit in the vaccine, that will maybe influence just one cog. But this little cog influence all the other cogs. <laughs> I want to say it several times to make it more fun. Um, so yeah, this argument really don't calm me down. Not at all. So that's why I haven't heard any um, uh, um, pharma worker who could give me good arguments why this vaccine has less risk than other people say. 
by farmer worker, do you mean someone working in the pharmacology business uh, yeah, and who makes drugs? Yes. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry, not yes. like a farmer who grows potatoes. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, first point is, before we started recording, this was definitely a good dialogue and we were summarizing each other and wanting to understand each other. It's definitely changed the nature of it slightly since we started recording. And I would say you haven't, I've been summarizing what you're saying and trying to get your point of view, but I feel like maybe that hasn't been reciprocated. So I just want to note that um, and maybe just make you aware of it. Another thing is, So, I, I get your point that, okay, if we change one little thing, you know, it can, st it can still have a big negative impact. Um, it, your whole point is we don't know, right? Yes, definitely. And I think here we are in line with each other. Yes, I am definitely more, like I said, because I find it difficult to say we... I couldn't believe someone who says we do 100% know everything because, well, we don't. Like, it hasn't been tested for 10 years. Lots of people haven't tested it. But we're seeing what's happening now, right? Yes. And yes. Okay. <laughs> There's some common ground. Hmm. So, yeah, I think um, maybe it doesn't come over like a dialogue, but indeed it was because... Uh -huh. um, I understood you and I, I, I agree with you by saying um, right now there is no better solution in mm -hmm. short term than a vaccine. Okay. It's just my, um, my wish is just like what are we doing long term? Are mm. we now hoping every day to every year to get a new vaccine and that's it? Then I would be unsatisfied to be honest. Mm. Okay. What if it happened every five years or every 10 years or 30 or even 50? Even then I would be unhappy because I still think that a sickness like Corona wants to show us something, wants to bring mm. us into reflection. Okay. What do you think about that? I think some people will agree with you and some people will just be like, oh, whatever. Like when you, when you say points like that, some people will be like, yes, of course. And other people will be like, I don't give a fuck what it's trying to show us. I just don't want people to die. Or True. I just want to, I just want people to stay alive and I don't care. And I want people to stay alive in the best way possible. And I don't care about this. Oh, connected to the universe or, or whatever. I just don't want people to die. Okay. True. But what do you think? I ask you. Yeah. And so I think more along the lines of the second one is that i can see some meaning but i also feel like me and the world in general is more along the lines of well how how can we keep people alive and but i totally agree that if we solve this by a vaccine and then more and more diseases come along and we just keep having to develop, to develop new vaccines then maybe this isn't the optimal way to do it we could rather promote a healthier lifestyle so that we can just fight off these diseases no problem this is some common ground yes yes a and i'm just asking quickly because i have more yes. to say okay <laughs> um okay 
So the question was, does sickness have a meaning? And I think my answer is, if you want to look for a meaning, you'll be able to find it. But I'm not too bothered about the meaning. I would like it, I would like it to have some positive impact, but I don't necessarily think that that includes, that means it has a meaning. I think for like, for example, uh, if Corona leads to us all taking a bit more of a step back, if it leads to us all maybe being more hygienic, if it leads to us saying, what caused this? Like, why has this happened? Is this happening because we're destroying the environment? Is this happening because we, like, like I said with sea spiracy before, maybe, maybe we're overfishing and so people, like it, they say it came from Wuhan and these kind of open meat markets where they just have like raw meat everywhere and lots of different animals that are like dead and blood all over the floor, I believe. Um, like maybe these shouldn't be happening. What, what's caused these to be normal? Like, is it, are these actually dangerous? Are these happening because people have no other choice or do they actually want this? Um, and if they do want it, then okay. And I, so I think, I think benefits can come from it, but I don't think that necessarily means that meaning is inherent into it. And that's the kind of point of view I, I like to take. I think we are, just have the same meaning. We just describe it differently. Yes, we could, we, that, we could say it like that. Because what you just said, this is like exactly what I mean when I say a sickness has a meaning. And if the meaning is we take a rest now, Okay. Well, hmm, interesting. So I've had you to say this many, many, many times, but I've never really got it. Um, and to be honest, it, always, it actually always puts me off when you start talking about it because I'm like, oh, well, yeah, maybe <laughs> psychosomatic. But But yeah, okay, if it, if it has positive, it will definitely have positive impacts and it already has had positive impacts along with the negative ones. Um, one being less flights happening, so less pollution in the environment, for example, probably less car riding, and so less pollution in the environment from that. Um, okay. One thing we haven't mentioned yet is whether we would take the vaccine and my stance on it is before we had this conversation it was like well i'm 26 i haven't been offered it yet i'm just gonna wait and see what happens first off i can make the decision at a later date but i'm definitely erring on the side of not of, i'd rather not take it in that well i know i'm fit and healthy now um, I, I'd rather not put things into my body that don't need to go in there. Um, which I, I think is fairly logical. And I definitely want to be a bit more informed though about the risks to other people if I don't take it. Um, and I would also be interested about the risks to... Uh, uh, yeah, actually, because I don't think the risks to me are very low if I get COVID. I'm happy to, to roll the dice with that one because I'm... I'm fairly confident I'll survive. I'm, I, I will survive. I'm not going to die from COVID. Um, but I'd be interested. I want to know a bit more about like, if I don't get the vaccine, is that 
yeah, how, how would that negatively impact people at all? Um, and I'd also be, so therefore I'd be more inclined to just wait as long as possible to see whether any negative things are happening. And also I, I'm more moving on the side of, I'm not sure whether we all will get vaccinated though. you you said your mum said in Germany, they're talking about vaccinating children. Oh, we're walking past this guy. Let's walk this one. <laughs> we have 10,000 steps, 10, today. steps. Yeah. Uh, so that's my point of view on the vaccine. I would, well, I am going to wait because I'm young and so it won't be offered to me. And I'll see if I can live a life without the vaccine and I can just take tests if I travel around. Um, I would prefer that because I guess I'd rather not have it in. Though the other thing I said before was uh, I, I liken it to voting, which is that if, if I vote in an election, actually makes no difference like like if you actually take a step back and think of it like if adam murphy doesn't vote does it actually make a difference no but if everyone has that mindset that's actually that's a real problem that is a real problem and because then then no one votes and then no one gets elected or, or only some people vote so therefore i always do vote and i feel like definitely in england from what i've seen it's been marketed a bit more as as like like voting like you need to step up and and do your bit to save the nhs to save the world and and if that is the case that that is swinging me more around to the side of well it does kind of suck but we all kind of need but maybe we all should do it in order in order to help everyone and keep everyone safe. And in that situation, I'm more inclined to take it. Especially if the whole world's going to go into like, you can't come in unless you've had the vaccine and things. It's going to make life really difficult. Um, especially for us digital nomads kind of working and traveling around the world where travel is a big part of our lives. I'd be more inclined to take, to take it in that situation. So currently undecided, I'd prefer not to take it if I really don't have to. I am open to taking it if depending to seeing what happens with the world do you see a difference between um, voting and getting a vaccine yes I think there is a difference in that well if you go voting it can be seen as a as a win-win whereas with a vaccine as we've said already there's a potential for negative side effects that we haven't um, thought of yet. For example, the, the blood clots with the AstraZeneca one. Though I don't know what was decided on that, whether it actually is caused causes them or not. But, uh, and so this this isn't a, necessarily a win-win, but I think it, it can be similar. I mean, it's never, been, nothing like this has ever happened before on earth. We've all been going through the same problem at the same time. Mm -hmm. Things like war, you know, World War Two, as we call it in England and America, South America wasn't involved in that war. Like Chile didn't really care, or like Sudan didn't really care. But it wasn't a world war. It was like it felt like it to us, but the whole world wasn't actually involved. But this is a worldwide, global pandemic, and I can see this being a special case and. It being similar, I can see it being similar to voting in that we all need to do our bit.
Okay, I try now to summarize your mean uh, opinion okay. because we figured out that as a couple it's really cool to uh, summarize it. Um, but now I have to do it in English, so I hope it's working pretty it. good. I can do it. So, um, so you say that you rather don't want to have the vaccine because it can have uh, side effects which are not beneficial for you. So that's why you wouldn't take, you rather wouldn't take it. But if you can help the world with it by taking it, you would do it. Is that right? Yes. If I would, so yeah, it could have side effects that I might not know about and we can't know about long term because it hasn't been tested long term. And if it is like, Yeah, but if it's kind of, if we all need to step in and everyone needs to do it in order to, like, save everyone, um, then, then yes, I would, I would be more inclined to do it. Okay. But I would want a bit more information before deciding. I'm not, I'm not running off, as I'm sure you can tell, like, happily, like, yeah, like, inject me. Yes. So, yeah, I... I go then in line with you. Um, so I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the vaccine, but I talk about the past because I also see that I probably can help with it. But this is if we have to figure it out, we haven't Googled yet or asked an expert yet. Um, but yeah, a bit like Adam, Like, I have a healthy body. I'm 33 years old. Uh, I also want to have children at some point. And I'm just... Why shall I take a risk which is maybe not necessarily? Because I'm not afraid about corona. Not at all. Like, for me. That's just me. Just my body's not afraid to getting corona. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't see an advantage for me. But if I can rescue other people with it, who are risk people then I would take it, but I ask for something. I ask that if I do this for the society, I want that I get something in return, which is learning how to have a healthy life, how to prevent um, ourselves for not getting um, illnesses so yeah this is what i ask as a uh, re re reward no, no. reward yeah or you want to receive that back yeah something get something back in return i see um and i see right now this is not happening at all which makes me so frustrating and sad and i feel like i just take risk and that's it And especially when I hear that I have to take the vaccine now years and years and years again, again, again. Have you heard? Have you heard that? I mean, I haven't heard that. Um, I heard it uh, in the context that the virus will change. Mm. And because of that, also the vaccine has to change and we have to get new ones. I don't know how regularly. Also there, we need to speak to experts. Mm. But yeah. What you hear first, you believe. So, here we are. I see. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, it has already mutated several ways. So, 
that doesn't sound crazy to me that it could mutate and therefore require a different vaccine. That would actually, that would suck. I would, I would hate that then. And I'd be more, hmm. Yeah, like if everyone in the world had to, every two years, like update their COVID vaccine, hmm. I don't think that, I agree that wouldn't be that great. Another thing we spoke about before was like the pharmaceutical industry and being like, well, the incentive, like, uh, so one thing, one thing you spoke about was, or you gave off the impression when we were talking earlier that like, you don't, you don't believe the media and you don't want to believe what people are saying or the drug companies are saying. And I understand why I understand like we've been, we've been lied to in the past. Like when cigarettes came out, doctors, pre <laughs> doctors prescribed cigarettes and said it was good and it would, it would help soothe your throat, for example. But now we know they cause like so, 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 so many diseases, lung cancer among them. And, uh, and we've been, we've been deceived in the past. Everyone in the, in the personal development space, um, if you read any like personal development books and set and things will say like the media is just toxic, you know, you're not going to get any good things from the media. It's just, it's just like funneling just like awful negative energy into you. And it's not, it's not adding to your life, but rather taking away from it. So I get that. And I also feel like we're in a situation where the incentives to create a vaccine as fast as possible are massive, especially monetarily for the pharmaceutical companies, because uh, <laughs> it's a global problem. They have a global urgent need for vaccines and they know if I make it and it works, uh, we're going to make billions upon billions of dollars uh, selling, selling this vaccine. And so I can totally empathize with the fact that you are skeptical and don't want to believe it. And I also understand that given that every, all that I also understand your point of view that all the media outlets are saying the vaccine is great, go and get the vaccine, everything's good, is unusual because on the one hand, usually there's all these competing opinions coming through, but now we've just got this one point of view. And also it's about something that could be potentially dangerous and has gone through um, the... Uh, hasn't gone through like a 10-year review process, but, ju but just one. Do I think, I, have I summarized your, your ideas there? Uh, yes, it, um, it's just one point. I know that um, me and also <laughs> I think the whole world, we are very emotional right now. Like everyone is in fear, either because of Corona or the vaccine. And I know that when I'm emotional, when I'm in fear, I am very stubborn. I'm very panicked and I'm looking for information who valid my opinion, uh, my meaning, oh, my opinion. It validates your opinion. My, validates my opinion. So I know that my few of the things are very, just one direction, one way, it's all negative. So that's why it helps me also talk with you. But yes, right now I'm still not convinced yet that I'm saying, oh, I can trust everyone like 100%. I'm still very critical and 
uh, we crest everything the media telling me, we crest everything the pharma industry is saying, telling me. Um, Wait, uh, you mean question, not request? Oh, yeah. I question everything the media tells me. I question everything uh, doctors or pharma industry telling me. Pharmaceutical industry. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. I want to listen. Oh, there's a dog running now to us. It's a cutie one. Hello. I would <laughs> Oh, he's very excited. Hello. <laughs> How do I press pause, Adam? Just press this. So what I did to get a neutral meaning is um, in calm moments, like when I'm in the nature or when I um, take a meditation, I ask my intuition, which the intuition is telling me. But I also asked people who I trust. So uh, I have, for example, some uh, Qigong teacher, I have spiritual teachers, I have coaches, therapists, like all the people who I really like and where I think they are awake enough to have a, a neutral opinion. And I asked them, what do you think? Is it a threat, whether the vaccine is a threat or not? And I summarized that and what I figured out so far is I'm, I'm mm, mm, so mm, the summary right now is I'm still critical about me as an individual getting the vaccine. Um, but yeah, if it's necessarily to rescue risk people, I will do it. I think I repeat myself now, Adam. That's good. I feel like we're, we're getting to closing points. Um, I wanted... So I like, I like the idea of asking other people and get it, getting a range of opinions. Um, I also think... So we, we've tried to talk about this many times, but it's never really gone that well. And it all changed once I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to you and I'm just going to repeat what you're saying back at you, but in my own words. Whenever you say anything to me, I'm just going to repeat it back to you to, uh, to ensure that I actually understand what you're saying. Because when people talk about this, or and this is to do with anything, this is to do with politics, any topic that's tense. Um, uh, when, when someone's with a differing opinion is, is talking, immediately you're going to get triggered. And you're going to be like, well, you didn't say this, you didn't say this. And you do, it's just a fight. Whereas what we actually want is a dialogue. And this, this repeating things uh, back to each other, I found super helpful. And it really, it really helps us find this like calm, relaxed middle ground from where we can speak. And we're not shouting and screaming at each other, but we're understanding where each of the, where the other person is coming from. And we can express our thoughts and ideas safely and actually make progress. Like, I think we have made progress. This, this is actually the first time I've ever heard you say that you would take the vaccine. Um, we've spoken about this many times over months and months, and you've never actually said at any point that you would. Um, as far as I remember, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct, and should I tell you why? Uh, sure. Um, because I feel like everyone is pro-vaccine. And I feel like because everyone is pro-vaccine, I have to go on the totally opposite side to holding the balance. I, I don't do it on purpose. It's like happening unsubconsciously. Um, and now 
you becoming more neutral, so I become also more neutral. I see. So the power of listening. Woo. I want to... Uh, the last thing I can think of, uh, though, <laughs> maybe this will keep extending us. The last thing I can think of is I totally... I want to say I totally empathize with people right now who are really happy to have the vaccine. So, for example, my whole family, my parents have got it, my grandparents have got it, and they're all really... They're actually really excited... Uh, they're telling everyone like, yes, I've got it. I've got the vaccine. I've had my first one. I've had my second one. Woohoo. Great. And I can totally empathize and see why they feel like this and how it is this like light at the end of the tunnel. Because we are, we've been very, very fortunate during this COVID um, epidemic. It's gone on for obviously over a, over a year now at this point. It's May 2021 as we're recording this. And we've been traveling I, we've lived in different countries. I've been working online. We've both been working online. We met each other. Uh, we started our relationship. We've been to several different countries. We've been flying around. And we've been quarantining when we need to. We've been social distancing. We've been wearing masks. We've been, but, but we've also been following the rules in whichever country we're in. Some countries we could go out to restaurants. Others we couldn't. And we've taken tests. We've never had COVID. We've never transmitted it to anyone. And it's been it's been wonderful. And so I can totally so from our point of view, this whole vaccine can definitely seem a bit overblown in that for us, it hasn't really limited our lives too much. We've still been able to have an awesome time, but I can totally empathize with people at home who maybe you're in a house in the suburbs somewhere in England or, or wherever you live. And, you know, you're used to going to a nine to five job. And, or maybe you work in the hospitals and you see people dying around you every day, like my sister does that, for example. And so I can see from that point of view why this vaccine is, is being greeted with so much hope and so much joy, because really this is the only thing we have to fight this virus at this moment in time. And we both agree on that. But I think it also makes a lot of sense to say, what can we do better in future? And how can, we, how can we prevent things like this from happening? How can we have less people at risk? What can we do to make the world a better place? Um, so I see why people are happy. I hope you can understand why we are not as happy um, about it and our different points of view. I think we've expressed them pretty well. We haven't shouted or screamed at each other. And... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you, my dear listeners, uh, or my dear listener, um, were able to listen to this without feeling angry or shouty or screaming either. And I hope we can be an example for conscious dialogue and understanding other people's points of views and talking about things and seeing how this actually helps and moves things forward. Yes. No, I have nothing to add. I like that, what you said. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.